Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And on this episode of Aurora Arrow side of things, first off, let me just start off and say I'm sorry that I'm a little late tonight. Um, I got caught up in some other things that I was doing with my family and stuff like that. But I just I figured that I would I would podcast for real quick and. Guys, there's some interesting stuff that I was reading about online. Actually, my wife had pointed it out on her phone. There is out in America somewhere. Where is it? Out west? It's out west somewhere. In America, there is a drug convicted drug dealer that has gotten life in prison. Now... He's a convicted drug dealer. He sold drugs, okay? And he got life in prison. Now, guys, remember how in a previous episode and in a previous segment, I was telling you guys about how great America really is not? Well, here's even more proof of why America's not great. That guy that got life in prison was a drug dealer, okay? Now, a pedophile in the same area, out west somewhere in the same area, okay, gets 25 years, or 10 years, sorry, I I stand corrected, I I misread that on my phone, gets 10 years in federal prison, and then he gets out, but the drug dealer gets life in prison, are you fucking kidding me, what is wrong with this country? Like, a pedophile, it should be the other way around. The drug dealer should get the 10 years in fucking the federal penitentiary with classes, with classes to make him, or not necessarily make him, but classes that he can take to make it so that he knows how to get into society without dealing drugs. But do we want to do that? No, we don't. Why? Because Americans are lazy. They would rather run a corporate business structure and let our kids and let our kids sit here and be unsafe by going into a school where you know they're not going to keep their goddamn masks on this fucking coronavirus. So, so for us to. So for us to sit there and say that we're the greatest country in the world, guys, this is proof right here that we are not the greatest country in, um, in the world at all. We are not. We are not at all. We have kids sitting in classes without masks from the coronavirus. We have um, parents that are working 40 hours a week and then some to try to make ends meet because of the goddamn coronavirus. Yeah, we got stimulus checks. We got $2,000 stimulus checks. The first one, a $600 st- stimulus, the ch- next one, and another two grand, the next one. So that's a total of $4,600. Let me add up my bills for you in any given month. They're at least two grand. So I'll tell you what, two grand does not help. It does not. It does not. If I was to, if I was going to help Americans and my American citizens, and I was the president of this country, this is exactly what I would do. I would 
put in a I would put in a bill to Congress for the Corona relief package to pay to pay 50% of every American's bills. 50% of every single American bill. That means that my best friend down the road, 50% of his bills are covered. My bills, 50% of my bills are covered. 50% of your mom's bills are covered. 50% of your aunts, uncles, grandparents, cousins, does not matter. 50% is covered. There are other countries in this world that are doing a hell of a lot more to help their goddamn citizens than this motherfucking country. And I will tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, I am sick and tired of reading this shit on the goddamn internet all the fucking time. Drug dealers get federal prison time for life. For life. But pedophiles and child molesters get 10 years? Okay. Alright. You know what? The next time that some I catch wind of... Somebody sexually assaulting a child because, you know, I've been there. I'm going to go find that motherfucker and I'm going to murder him. Oh, by the way, a murderer gets more time in prison than a fucking rapist. Did you know that? Did you know that? It has to take multiple accounts, multiple accounts of rape for anyone to get fucking 25 years to life. You know, the basic, the first thing that happens when you get your, your very first rape case against you this is what happens you go on the registry you get slapped with it and an example because i don't know the exact number but you get slapped with five years in prison and you get on the goddamn fucking registry no what should happen is that 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 motherfucker should go and be executed on goddamn national motherfucking television and then maybe we can put a goddamn statement back into this fucking country because i'll tell you what I'm getting sick and fucking tired of reading about it. I'm really sick and tired of it. And yeah, you guys are probably going to bitch. Well, if you're sick and tired of it, why don't you do something about it? Well, listen, I'm one man. One man cannot fight a war without any weapons or ammunition. It doesn't happen. It does not happen like that. A man... A man fights a war with a loaded gun and knowing what they're going into with other people. Uh, do you, it, just, it, it, irks, it irks me and boggles my mind how we could even remotely as a country let this goddamn shit happen. And I'm going to tell you this. A lot of people that are at work right now that are listening to this, I really hope that you guys are paying attention to what I'm saying. Because listen, this motherfucker literally got 10 years in prison for touching children. I know, I've said it multiple times. But I cannot emphasize enough the unintegrity that this country has like for example i'm pretty sure that the highest paying american in this country if they were to commit a crime could pay the law off because he's rich 
Yeah. Okay. So not only do we have a corrupt society for the government, all right, ladies and gentlemen, but now we have a corrupt society for law, for law. And like I said in my last, my last segment that was over an hour long about this stuff, okay, America has a lot of problems. And so doesn't every other country in this world. But I'm telling you right now, as an American citizen, I am seriously considering giving up my American citizenship and going to Canada. Because I'll tell you this, at least under the Britain Parliament, at least under the British Parliament, if they still are under the British Parliament, I don't know. You would at least be taken care of should half of your fucking family get the coronavirus. What the fuck's this country going to do? Oh, you got the coronavirus? Did you get vaccinated? No. Well, guess what? There's nothing we can do for you. There's nothing you can do for me? So you mean to tell me that I'm going to sit here and die? Basically, I'm sorry. There's nothing we can do. Oh, okay. All right. So now let's, let's, let's lay out an example, just an example. Again, like I said, it's an example. I don't know if this actually happens. I'm pretty sure in one of these countries somewhere this fucking happens. Could be Japan, could be fucking Korea, China, wherever the fuck one of those Asian countries are. And I really don't give a fuck, but this could happen. You ready? Oh, you got the coronavirus? Oh no, I'm sorry. Here, let me, let me give your family some money, you know? Give your family some money and make sure your funeral expenses or costs just uh, are paid for just in case you fucking die. Here, everybody quarantine away from everyone. Take a mask, you know, hand sanitize, start cleaning, stuff like that. Take care of the ones that are sick. Do we take care of our sick people? No, we don't. We hospitalize them for doctors to take care of. And then we're short on doctors because... We have too many people that are sick because we can't take care of them. And then the same thing happens in prison. We have too many fucking criminals who got hit on the hand with fucking marijuana charges back in the early fucking 2000s. That should be literally, honestly, get over the fact that they used marijuana. Get over it. Get over it. Let every fucking marijuana victim out of fucking, not even victim, let every marijuana charge be fucking dropped and let every single person that was convicted of marijuana charges be out of fucking prison you'll watch our prisons go down you'll watch people understand the respectful side of the law because now you guys are just being ignorant and as far as i'm concerned cops oh yeah cops in america are another good thing so do you know that most of your law enforcement doesn't have the proper training to do their job. Oh yeah. Oh, I can, I can prove this for a 110% statistical fact. And if I ever get a podcast that shows me as an actual figure, like me on a camera, I will grab my certificate and I will show it on national television to prove to everyone that I have CATC law enforcement fucking experience from Coney fucking high school and Eric Green, you can fuck off quite honestly because uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Fuck you. Anyway, that being said, all right, I have this experience and I have this knowledge and my knowledge says that 
the acad the police academy in Vassaboro, Maine, has the shortest academy time compared to do you know do you know that China China Chinese police go to school for years years before they become police officers be, before they be no 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 listen to what I just said listen to what I just said police officers in China take years before they become police officers do you know the average time in America that people it takes people to become police officers two weeks two weeks and they lack the experience of the use of force they don't know the situation that they're getting into so they can't pick what weapon to use and 90% of the time the goddamn criminal is going to blame it on the fucking police anyway so police brutality yeah that should be a fucking thing you know why because a criminalistic motherfucker who's in a gang isn't going to think about this motherfucker as a cop. He's just going to take his goddamn life. Because that's what street gangs do. They don't think. They act. So you know what you do? You, take a, you use a gang to take down a gang. Take the U.S. military or the fucking National Guard. Take the National Guard and hire them. And go f- start... Take every fucking fort from California to half of the fucking United States and put every goddamn battalion on these motherfucking street gangs. They don't got military-grade weapons. Go ahead, roam the streets with our fucking tanks. Point them at these motherfucking gang leaders. I guarantee you, you will get them to surrender. Oh, but we can't do that because the infrastructure and the American economy won't support that. You know what? I, as an American citizen, would rather walk down my streets knowing that I don't have to look over my shoulder for gang violence and have to pay for it later down the long run than sitting here looking over my shoulder wondering when the fuck I'm going to get shot because I wore the wrong goddamn colors in the wrong goddamn zone because you know why? I dress naturally that way. Listen, guys, I went down to Pens- to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania in, the er- in like early 2011, all right? Maybe even 2012 and 2013. I don't remember the exact years because... I know it was within that three-year window, but I don't remember the exact years because it was a little while ago. But the point that I'm making is, is I went to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I live in Maine, okay? And I went to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and the culture down there is so different. Ladies and gentlemen, when they argue down there in Pennsylvania, I was working on the Habitat for Humanity building, and I know I'm getting off on a little bit of a side tangent, but I was working on the Habitat for Humanity building and the culture down there is so different because when they get into an argument they park their car in the middle of the road leave it running with the keys on and everything exhaust going and it's at a stoplight and both the parties get out of the car they got into a screaming match they both ran off down the road about a mile down the road and then they returned later together Laughing and playing and having a fun time. Got in their car like nothing ever happened and drove the fuck off. Yeah. Yep. 
Now, come to Maine, do we see shit like that? No, no, we don't. And if we did, we'd find it fucking awkward. All right? Now, let me tell you this, okay? I live in Maine, so I don't have to worry about gang violence so much. But when I was in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, we got told not to wear certain colors because of gang violence. Like down there, you don't wear red, don't wear blue, don't wear black, don't wear yellow, and sure as shit, don't wear purple. Because I'll tell you what, you wear purple down there, whew, you're fucking with an MS-13 gang member that you don't want to fuck with. Oh, and by the way, you're welcome. Statistically proven, statistics proved that, and this was, I'm going off of 2011 here because this is when I went to college and I took a sociology class for sociology, you know, society. And, oh yeah, oh yeah. And one of the biggest things we talked about in the sociology class was the MS-13s. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, the MS-13s are like the Nazis. Oh yeah, like Nazi Germany. If I was to give you a map of the world and color it purple, 90% of the world is controlled by the MS-13s. That's bigger than the mafia. That's bigger than any mob boss we know. And this was coming right out of my professor's notebook. Okay? So I didn't make this shit up. I didn't make the statistics for this. She didn't make the statistics for this. Somebody in America sat down and proved without a reasonable doubt of factual evidence that the MS-13, the El Salvadorian, and listen to what I am saying, the El Salvadorian street gang controls 90% of this world. And in World War II, we were worried about the fucking Nazis ruling all of the world. Guys, we basically have a small mining empire underneath our belt that we can't do shit with. I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. And I'm going to leave you at 18 minutes and 30 seconds. Or, yeah, well, by the time I get done, it'll be 30 seconds. With this one thought right here. What makes America so great? And on Aurora Arrow side of things, this has been a very well pod, good podcast and a very decent segment. And thank you all for listening on the next episode of Aurora Arrow side of things. We'll touch a little bit more on this. And then we'll move on to something else. Probably a Stan Lee um, memory that I read. Um, Stan Lee's a good guy. Um, I'll give you a little bit of a preview of what I'm going to say about it. Stan Lee is a good guy, and I just want to touch on um, comic book superheroes and, and stuff like that, and, and stuff that Stan Lee wrote it's, or had written. And it, guys, it's, it's going to be a very interesting podcast. And I, I know I said that I'd be done at 18.30, but I, I, I am done with that part of what I am saying, and I'm giving you a little bit of an introduction to the next part of what I'm saying, but yeah, no, um, guys, Stan Lee was a really good guy, and he created a, oh my god, he created so many comic books for so many kids, and it, I mean, you're just gonna have to listen to my next segment to, to, if you want to know 
but stay tuned for more on Aurora Arrow side of things.